This is Jacob from Geekenspiel. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. You'll notice that this isn't Geekenspiel, but rather an episode of the podcast Bedtime Gamers, hosted by former contributors Sean and Emily Haran. They were kind enough to invite me to a special episode where they got in-depth on Animal Crossing New Horizons, the game that's taken up all of our valuable pandemic time. Please consider subscribing to their podcast, available wherever good podcasts are sold. For free. Online. The baby's asleep, which means it's time for another episode of Bedtime Gamers, but not just any old episode. Today's episode is going to be a special deep dive kind of spoiler cast episode all about, you guessed it, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Let's kick off our island party by introducing our panel. As always, I am joined by my wife, Emily. Hey, guys. And we're also joined uh, by some of our friends from Augusta, Jacob. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? And Caitlin. Hi, Internet. Uh, does anybody want to like go first on in terms of what is your history or experience with Animal Crossing and what you were expecting kind of going into this game based on that? Ooh, ooh, me, me. Can I go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, no. So my experience with Animal Crossing before this was absolutely zero. Uh, and I need to take this back for a second because I'm not speaking here just as myself. I'm also speaking on behalf of my wife, Anita, who I kind of got the game for. And uh, the reason I did is because, you know, she had just finished up Luigi's Mansion 3. And, you know, she's not a huge gamer. And she's kind of playing around with these things. And I'm like, everyone's talking about it. In fact, I think it is the Bedtime Gamers, uh, which everyone here should listens to, should join. Uh, was just talking about pre-ordering this game and being excited about it. So I'm like, you know what? I'll check it out. And she's like, what is this game about? And I'm like, well, there's animals and there's a crossing. And that's <laughs> that's really it. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. But I gave it a chance. We pre-ordered it. And the game came out, what, Friday, March 20th? Yeah. So that Monday, the 16th, I started the first day of my new job. And by the time I got home, I had to get back in the car with Anita to go get her tested for the coronavirus. Mm. Uh, and for two weeks afterwards, Anita and I were quarantined. We did not leave the house at all. And I have actually only left the house after those two weeks to go shopping. We've been working from home the whole time, and she's been working on and off since then. So like everyone else, uh, the world kind of turned upside down. And by that Friday, even only four days of just working at home, she was starting to lose it and I can't blame her. She'd never worked from home before. She was scared about what's going on. She heard, she keeps hearing about all the terrible things that were going on in the country. Her poor sister uh, who works in New York city as a, uh, as a medical professional who works with the people who have the COVID, you know, she's stressing out. Everything's going to crap. And I'm like, here, this game just downloaded on our switch. Please go ahead and try it. So she turns it on and you turn it on, and these two cute little raccoon things. Is it Timmy and Tommy? Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're there, and they're like, you just want to get away, Anita, which is the character name she gave herself. <laughs> and, and here, make design how you look, and, and make a name, and pick an island, and we're going to take you all away from here. And she flies there, and she meets a cute little anteater friend, and a rabbit friend, and Tom Nook is like, welcome, you made it, you won, I can't believe it. Here's a tent, go find a place to live. You can pick fruit and catch bugs and catch fish and and everything's beautiful and wonderful. And she almost like started crying. She was like, 
It was exactly what she needed. Then she goes to sleep in the tent and wakes up the next day. And Tom Nook is like, all right, time to pay Tom Nook what Tom Nook is due. And suddenly the very ugly side of this game came out. (laughs) So it, it, it was kind of a 180 sort of. He's like, thanks. Now you have to pay this off. So start collecting bugs and catching some fish. And, (laughs) and by the way, here's a house. And then he creates a homeowners association. And I'm like, what is this beast in our hands? And we have been addicted ever since. And honestly, it has been, the, the truth of the matter of this game, and, I, and I'm sorry if I'm going on about this, but uh, this game has been a lifesaver right now for us. She comes home some days, and all she wants to do is put the office on mm-hmm. and play some Animal Crossing, and it's the only way to unwind after what has been an incredibly stressful time. No, I totally feel you on that one. I f- feel like, you know, I, I have not uh, been quarantined or anything or self-isolating. I've been fortunate enough to keep working, but uh, very much the same in terms of like, we don't go anywhere. So we get home and, you know, Emily and I obviously have Harper at home. So our day is still dictated by her in large amounts. Um, but then at night when she goes to bed, like it's been such a nice experience to just put something on kind of in the background for TV. And then both of us just sitting on the couch and doing whatever to our islands. Yeah. Um, so I have played this game since the beginning, or at least the American beginning. Uh, apparently this was originally like an N64 game. Yeah. The GameCube version. Yeah. So I've played every single version of it. So I knew what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not appreciate how much I was going to need it and how mm-hmm. much it was going to take off uh, until covid hit and then i realized yeah this is going to be big mm-hmm. because i mean it, under normal circumstances the game has no point you just <laughs> sort of chill and make things pretty but mm-hmm. right now chill and make things pretty and more importantly go visit your friends and go visit your family and go see other people's islands and just run around and silently make uh flowers appear over your head that social that social interaction that we have no other way of getting mm-hmm. right um, i actually wasn't even sure i was going to get it the same day that jacob and nita went into isolation i went into quarantine as well because i was in contact with somebody who tested positive so i was sent home from work and immediately went into quarantine and i have two children i have um a child who's three and a half and a, a child who's 16 months so i was thinking i'm not even going to get this game right right yeah um i'm familiar with how this game works and (laughs) i do not have that kind of life right now but uh two days in quarantine and i ordered it just in time to get the (laughs) pre-order for friday (laughs) (laughs) and i got my copy and i said yeah no we're doing this yeah um it for me animal crossing is like the ultimate addiction it's really bad because i'm a completionist in every game i play and mm-hmm. <laughs> this game really rewards that like that is yes. what the point of the game is it's just to collect everything um and this really i don't want to say is a uh, an enabler but let's just say that they designed this game with my exact buttons in mind <laughs> and it pushes them. So I, 
I have always loved it. I probably figured I was going to eventually cave, but I didn't expect to jump in on the on opening day. And I'm glad I did because this, mm-hmm. unlike every other Animal Crossing that I've ever played, there really is a sort of communal feel to it. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to talk about that maybe a little bit later, but yeah, absolutely. Um, some differences and why this one I think is so different, but. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I jumped in because everybody I know jumped in on opening day. And mm-hmm. so we're all kind of at the same place. Yeah. Your family yeah. played all of them, right? Yes. No, we all, um, on the GameCube, our first town was called Gobber. Oh. G-O-B-B-E-R. My brother, who was in 2001, was 10 years old, named it. And we oh. each had a house. All four, You could have four houses on one, um, one uh, memory card. Right. And we each had a house, me, my dad, my mom, and my brother. My dad, quote unquote, won. He paid off his house first. So he got a gold statue <laughs> of town, and the rest of us did not. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then he would give us stuff. He would leave things and mail us money. And uh, typically. Here's your just... allowance for the week. You're right. a peasant. Right. He was like, I don't need this. So here, I bought you, you know, a grand piano. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Um, he's still like that he still will send me things he sent me a 140,000 bell uh, kitchen island yesterday <laughs> so oh. yeah so uh, Emily do you want to kind of go into your history with Animal Crossing yeah so I um, am kind of in between I did play uh, New Leaf on GameCube right that was the New Leaf Um and I think New Leaf wasn't that the 3DS one. Which one was the GameCube one? I, played I think the it was Game just Cube. called well, Animal, was, Crossing. Animal Crossing. Just Animal Crossing. Okay, so I played just Animal Crossing on GameCube um, when I I was probably around your brother's age. Um, and you know, when I was a kid, I was not a completionist. I was not like I was very much. I want to just do as much as I can right now. And so I remember playing Animal Crossing and enjoying it, but I was playing by myself and I didn't see the point when I was younger playing it and I got bored very easily. And I do remember time traveling a lot <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. And because I was like, what do you mean I have to wait? No, this is <laughs> not, this is not okay. Um, and so I remember doing that, but Really, it was one of those things like I enjoyed it and I had fond memories of it, but I was not, it was not like one of my top games from childhood or growing up. And, but I knew that I enjoyed it enough that I was going to be excited about it coming on the Switch. I didn't really care to pick it up on the 3DS because I just didn't love the 3DS and, or I don't know, I can't, I don't even know if there were other, um, games. Yeah. There's kind of been like ones like throughout the generation. Yeah. So there's a mobile was one too. GameCube, there? there was there's a mobile one. There are five. So there's GameCube, there's Wild Wild World on the DS, mm-hmm. City Folk on the Wii. Hmm. Uh yeah, New Leaf on the 3DS, and then Pocket Camp on your iPhone, which is a very yeah. different beast. Yeah. Very yeah. different. And uh, I did play Pocket Camp, but that was also very short-lived because like most mobile games, which I think is our very first episode of the podcast, uh, I just don't stick with mobile games ever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I was – because I love the Switch so much and I'm always craving good games to play on it, I was excited about it coming on the Switch, but I was a little 
hesitant. I kind of was like, oh, I'll probably play for like a week or two, you know, and then I'm sure that I'll be over it and ready for quote unquote, a real game. Right. (laughs) Um, but that has not happened. And, um, you know, I'm sure. And of course we're going to dive into all these details about why, but when, I don't know if we want to divulge our hours spent in animal crossing new horizons, but it is shocking. Like it blows my mind how much time I've put into this game in since its release. And so, yeah. Very happy. Oh, did they did they keep track of that number somewhere? Oh, yeah. So know. if you go to your like Switch profile, like from like the home page of the Switch, like it tells you an estimated time of your gameplay in each game. So it'll like it'll, it won't do like exact like hours, but it'll uh, yeah you can oh, go to your friends as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. judgment. <laughs> what? There's um, no judgment. Like, well, There's no like a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um for me I, I started you know like everybody else uh with the gamecube game uh way back uh it didn't hook me then animal crossing has never really been a game that i would say that i'm like oh yeah i definitely want to play that it just doesn't normally it's not normally the type of game that i like to play um and i kind of skipped all the other ones from that point um i did download pocket camp because i was like this kind of you know animal crossing could work as a mobile game and it's it's just a different game um and it didn't really do it for me so again i phased out of that um and i had no intention of playing like if it was just me i would not have picked up new horizons um but I knew Emily was excited for it and we buy most of our games on digital. Um, and that way we only need to buy one copy and we can both play it. And so I was like, well, I'm sure I'll play it. And then, you know, all this, uh, COVID stuff started happening. So I was like, well, I guess I'll definitely have time to at least give it a shot and, you know, we'll kind of get into it. But I was, you know, astounded that I cared so much about playing this game and still, spend so much time playing this game i think it's a, it's my most played switch game now which is mind-blowing to me um but i've i've really enjoyed it a whole lot more than i was prepared to um but i guess you know we can kind of use that as like a jumping point then to just talk about you know what what i guess you were expecting from this game like were you expecting to get something that you were going to sink, you know, an hour into a day or were you expecting something to binge or, or how was your, what was your kind of plan going into animal crossing? And did that change at all? Once you actually got your hands on it? What about you, Em? Um, so some things, you know, we were kind of keeping track of the Nintendo directs that were coming out and we were talking about them on the podcast And, um, I know one thing that I was really excited about was the terraforming because I just liked the customization. I like building things. I like, uh, world, you know, world building, world building or community building in games. And so I was excited about that. Um, and so that was what I thought I was going to be most excited for. Terraforming was what I was most excited about, but what I did not see coming for being like you know, something I love about this game is just the social interaction that Caitlin was kind of mentioning earlier. Uh, Like that has been number one for me is like, I didn't realize how much I would enjoy 
getting the opportunity to go to people's islands, people coming to my island, uh, sending gifts to each other. Like that has really, I think, been a driving force for me playing the game. I'm going to have to agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> I think we all have like at least a group of who knows how many people that we're all sending stuff to and mm-hmm. who needs this and who wants that and, and, and whatnot. And you go and you can see not only does everyone get different items because of just generator works, but just everyone's idea of what they, they enjoy and, and how they want to decorate mm-hmm. <laughs> to my buddy Andy's house. And he, he made it look like a, you know, something out of a horror movie, you know, oh, he God. had like candles <laughs> all around everywhere and had like oh. Satan with an under, with an upside. It, it's very, it was very, it was very on brand for him. And mm. so like, we'll get trash things and we'll send, we'll send stuff to him and Nolan. We're like, here's, here's trash. This is what, this is for you. A trash bag or a trash can or <laughs> the, the, the trash design or something like that. And he sent me a gravestone, which they call a, what is it? A Western stone or something like mm-hmm. that. It's definitely, it's, it, it's definitely a uh, cemetery headstone, but <laughs> there's also a Zen stone, which is a Japanese style head, headstone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I have haven't... one. I did not know what that was until I looked it up. So for me, um, like I said, I wasn't really planning on doing this because I knew two things about the game. I knew myself, and I know how I play Animal Crossing, and I knew about the issues with time travel. And I don't know if we want to get into that, but I may just be opening this can of worms. Um, in the prior uh, Animal Crossing games, and I'm thinking maybe Wild World was a little bit more complicated, but definitely in the original in City Folk and in New Leaf, it was very easy to time travel. When you started the game, you went straight into uh, a menu, which allowed you to set the time, and that would allow you to time travel. And there were still the costs where if you had turnips and you went backwards in time, your turnips would rot. So you couldn't miss a day and then go back and say, oops, this was actually my best day. Uh, If you move forward, it never affected the turnips. But if you move backwards, it would. And I have always played Animal Crossing as a dyed-in-the-wool, no-apologies time traveler. And because I would get blocks of time to play the game, but not like every day. Mm-hmm. I've never lived in a world where I could play, even when I was a kid, I couldn't sit down and play two hours of Animal Crossing, one in the morning and one in the evening, Um every single day to catch everything Mm -hmm. so i would have a weekend where i would be able to play for a couple of hours and i would just either hit the highlights or move backwards and check on my day and you know do like the five things i wanted to do check my store check the flowers get my uh my fossils and then move on to the next day and i would burn through like a week in an afternoon that way and when i heard that the way this game was set up, you would have to actually change your switch settings, which I'm vaguely not even sure how to do. Uh, that was my first, like, man, I don't even know if I want to play this game because I knew I would be missing things. And I have some concerns going into some of the major holidays. Uh, Easter was not an issue because of Corona, but mm-hmm. there's usually like a Christmas Eve event. And I don't know mm. how that's going to work. Oh, if you yeah. I mean, I, I know this is like way ahead, but in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, how am I going to do Jingle? Because I have two kids. I And Christmas Eve is obviously kind of a, mm-hmm. a big deal. Right. Um, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. I'm not sure if I'm still going to be playing it. Maybe I shouldn't put all my eggs in that basket. Yeah. But 
that was like my primary concern going into this game was that time traveling i don't see it as cheating i get the stock market argument but for me it's the only way to play a game that is that has certain times that bugs and fish appear and live a life i'm not getting up at you know i'm not getting up at two o'clock in the morning to go hunt the bugs that come out on the palm trees Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and without time travel i don't know we may have to yeah and i think that i mean it it's just different ways to play the game like if you want to you know set yourself and say you know what i'm gonna i am gonna wake up at this certain time to catch this specific bug in this specific location then you can certainly play that way and you might find a lot of joy in doing that or you may say i you know i want to collect all these bugs but i just right i can't have that time or i don't have that ability to do that and so you can still enjoy it by time traveling to what you need to so i think it's just different ways to play the game and it's not like one is necessarily right more than the other and i will say um because i've been looking through uh the times that bugs and fish are available there are two things that the game has done that prior games didn't have that make it a little bit better more fish are available and more bugs are available for a longer period of time mm-hmm. and some in the earlier games it was much more narrow window coelacanths were not available all day if it was raining you had to be there before 9 a.m or after 4 p.m mm-hmm. not only did it have to be raining but it also had to be those time you know the evening and night uh during the day no no luck uh you couldn't get red snapper during the day. You know, there were a ton of things you couldn't do. And the fact that they put in that box and yeah, you don't get all the bells, but at least you have something to sell. If Mm -hmm. you happen to have to play in, you know, an odd time. So I do appreciate that they have changed those things kind of give you a little bit of a, sorry that it's so hard to change the time, but uh, it does affect how you play. And I don't know if we didn't have Corona, if I, would be playing yeah. the way that I am. Like, I cannot say that those two things are not related. Yeah, they definitely right. focus the game to a little more towards people now realizing that people have different schedules. There are people who who you may not be able to play until much later at night or much earlier in the morning. So I had noticed that in, uh, that there usually is large stretches of of time for like the butterflies or the, the insects and the and the fish. But and I'm going to have to disagree with you guys because. It's it's not just a matter of how you play. It's just that you are all sinners and you must atone. <laughs> and I, no, I, but I'm I, I'm ki- I'm kidding though. I'm kidding. It's I do have uh, a question for you though, Jacob. Did you or did you not sell bell, sell turnips on <laughs> Emily and Sean's island? <laughs> you, you must you must weeks. atone. You <laughs> must atone. No, by all by, by all means, I have absolutely taken advantage. I have oh, taken yeah. advantage of that. I myself do not see myself time traveling, and Anita doesn't either. I think our approach is probably I'm what I'm, I'm what I'm going to call the probably orthodox approach, the way that the 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 game designers probably have thought maybe in the back of their head. I guess I guess I'd call it more of a Zen approach. Right. If you're a gamer. Oh, what's that? Oh, no, I was that. just agreeing with you. Like, I think that's a good way to put it is that is probably, you know, the quote unquote way it was intended. Yeah, which even mm. even the developers understand that time travel is a perfectly fine way to play the game. They accept, mm-hmm. they acknowledge that as well. It's just that this is not a gamer's game in that like you sit there and you churn out hours like 
in a day. That's what time travels for. If you want to do that, I, I think the I think the intention, quote unquote, uh, if that even matters, is that you know you come on, you do a couple little tasks, you enjoy yourself, and you put it down, and and maybe visit it the next day or every other day, and and, and you know that's why the holidays matter. Oh, I'll pick it up on a holiday and see the cute things happening, and uh, and that's kind of how Anita and I are approaching it right now. And sometimes, yeah, we're dropping hours in there, maybe you know, changing the house around or, or fishing or something like that, you know, grinding for, for iron. But like just today, for example, I was probably on it for maybe 30 minutes tops, just saying hi to everyone, checking out the shop, doing all my dailies. And then I'm probably not going to pick it up again tonight. And, and then maybe tomorrow I'll play it a bunch. It's, it's kind of how, how we're approaching it. And in that way. And I, I like that now, now do I take advantage of the fact that you guys time travel to good turn mm-hmm. of things? Yes. Did I get millions of bells from that? <laughs> yes. Also, yes. Did I, did I, did I waste 1.2 million bells on a crown? No, because it is not a waste. I look beautiful <laughs> and I don't need to take no lip from no one. But that's I just kind of how we're to buy that crown from both of you when you had it, but I just damn it on. It'll come back. <laughs> it, it will definitely come back. But I, yeah. I will say that I am this time around i am taking jacob and nita's approach mm-hmm. i have not time traveled and i don't think i'm going to it would be interesting to reconvene in like several months to mm-hmm. see what has happened um again because i i think a large part of this is that nothing else is going on mm-hmm. our kids go to bed at eight o'clock mm-hmm. and a lot of my coworkers are on my family is on my brother and sister-in-law have a child uh harper's age and we are all on and talking at this time. I had to do some stuff early because I was going to be recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are all welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't know. Uh, and, and another thing that they didn't do in earlier games is they didn't have these rolling updates. Mm-hmm. Um, New Leaf did have one update. They called it the Welcome Amiibo, which changed mm. some things around. But it was more like a behind-the-scenes update. Yeah. It wasn't like a, here's a brand new events. It just changed the way some things functioned. You kind of need to stick to the timeline. Yeah. Because of I love I love the way that they did updates. I, I mean, before yeah, we kind of even get into that, I just kind of yeah. want to dial back to just in terms of us time traveling because yeah. we <laughs> have been the time. No. Uh, no, 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 no. Honestly, I mean, if you go back in like our Animal Crossing Discord, like <laughs> you'll see that like because Eric oh, time traveled, our friend Eric, um, he time traveled in the beginning, and I was very much I was not like attacking. I was like playfully joking, like we're a purist household here, like we. <laughs> <laughs> we don't dabble in the dark arts and it then, took two weeks. And then they were like hey do you want to try some time travel and i was like oh my god that's awesome. okay Come but it the- didn't start that way it didn't start Come that that we got it never does it didn't start with just straight up time travel it started with we bought turnips we bought like a meager what like 300 turnips or something like yeah like one one inventory full one Oh, no, I didn't. I was like, I don't want to spend that much money <laughs> on did. turnips. I was so scared. And then it was like, I don't know how we came across turnip I just somehow, it was like when it was early, because it was not a popular website. No, still. it was not. Um, I just stumbled across turnip.exchange. Uh, which, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's this? This is interesting. And it was like, pay somebody a Nook Mile ticket. And I was like, I Yeah, don't back know. when it was one Nook Mile ticket. I, was like, uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, no, that that seems... website, 
is sick. The yeah. people yeah. on there, it is it is Tom Nook's dream that website. It is. People, yeah. Unadulterated greed. He's very just, proud of y'all. Yeah. Don't I'm even just, bother coming here unless you have like five gold nuggets. I just had <laughs> no idea. Ten over items. Which, well, and like, what does that even mean? There were some where it was like some people were like three Nook Mall tickets. I was like, oh my god, that's so much. Mm-hmm. And then uh, fast forward two weeks, and I've time traveled, and I literally I've spent like hundreds of Nook Mall tickets, and I have like seven hundred in my inventory right now well and like so i'm just sitting there on all this stuff and it was like but you traded the first time i traded one nook mile ticket for one inventories full of turnips and i made like two million dollars and i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. i have to continue this and then it became the okay well if i time travel ahead myself then i can sell to have like them selling turnips and then just have people come to my island (laughs) And I got like, you know, 30 that way. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, for for sure. The first one's always free. Well, and then it became even worse because I, Emily had found out that you could like essentially work your way to get specific villagers through this process. (laughs) And I was like, I don't have any interest in that. And she was like, man, some of these are crazy. They're going for like 500 Nook Mile tickets, 800 Nook Mile tickets. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And she was like, yeah, this cat Raymond, everybody wants. And then like literally (laughs) the next day who was in my campsite, but Raymond. And I was like, well, I guess I'm time traveling to get somebody to come by him. And somebody paid me 800 Nook Mile tickets for him. And I was just like, holy (laughs) crap. They just came, dropped off 400 Nook Mile tickets because that's all you can do at once. And then they came back, dropped off 400 more, and went and talked to them. And that was it. And I was like, oh my goodness gracious. And now I just have an infinite supply, it feels like. So if you need to borrow some, just holler at me. Oh my God. I need That's... you to, to to do ten hail marys and. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think this this kind of encapsulates what's so different about this Animal mm-hmm. Crossing. Um, there was a, I mean, there there's always been some online presence. Like there's a, yeah. a, a Nookopedia, um, all kind. You know, you can get this kind of information, but because everybody is playing it, mm-hmm. and I mean everybody, there is actually a functional market yeah. online mm-hmm. a functional black market to uh trade marshals oh it's insane yeah oh my god yeah the the, the best joke i've seen online about this is that you know because it came out at the same time as the new doom game mm-hmm. is all of the doom players because apparently <laughs> the game is super intense and hard mm-hmm. are all like trying to help each other while all the Animal Crossing people in this children's <laughs> game are like biting each other's back, it's just like stabbing yeah. each other over stuff. It's ruthless. Yeah, this is late stage capitalism, people. This oh, is. Oh yeah. This, yeah. No, this is. I mean, somebody is going to write at least a paper. Oh yeah. In grad school. Oh yeah. This is Machiavellian. <laughs> yeah, and it's really interesting because it through all of that, um, you know, Sean and I were kind of going you know, about it at the same time, um, with getting into turnip exchange and then just getting into, uh, we joined a couple discords and that's how I primarily do a lot of turnip trading now. And, um, when I got into the character, which that gets really, I, I like to say that, you know, it's adopting characters and paying adoption mm. fees, not no, selling buying. and buying. No, no, no it's darker you know? than that. Um, no, it's, it, you're, you're, yeah, you're buying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it was really like, you know, the way that I viewed it, and it doesn't mean that that's, you know, the right way or whatever, correct way, whatever. I just, it was so much of a thrill for me. Like I 
just loved the chase of finding a good turnip island, like finding someone with a good price, um, getting to be the first in the queue, getting there, making the score, right? Or uh, finding a character at a good price and like doing the trade. And honestly, like beyond that, I actually met a ton of cool people in all of this. Um, you know, when I would visit their islands and they were super nice and I was super nice. And um, I just talked to one girl, I, lady, I don't know, in Germany um, who visited my island, to, you know, and um, they were super nice. And uh, someone, I was selling turnips and I had my gates open and someone came and they're like, hey, turnips are six ninety on my island. Do you, I'll just open my island just for you to come. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, Emily, you have to be careful. You know that woman's not actually a green haired person <laughs> with an eye patch, right? I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just been like really neat to, you know, I, I mean, the conversations don't ever go beyond, you know, that 10 minutes of our interaction, but um, it's just been kind of neat to build this community, not just with us and our friends, but also just like joining these large Animal Crossing Discord servers and Reddit threads or whatever. Um, I'm active on Reddit for the first time. I've had my Reddit account for three years and like I've been posting and I have post karma now. <laughs> and um, it's just the nice Animal Crossing to... subreddit is lit. It is yeah. lit. It is a fantastic yeah. subreddit. <laughs> Yeah. Have you met Elijah Wood though? No, I have not. Sadly not. <laughs> I know. I have posted on Twitter a couple times, but <laughs> please Elijah, no kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, so it was more of you know, I wasn't necessarily time traveling to speed up the process, but more of just uh get that thrill of um finding islands or having villagers who want to move out that I don't care for anymore. <laughs> um, and so that was really exciting, but just like anything, I mean, the thrill kind of wears off. Um, and you know, I don't do as many turnip runs as when I first started doing that. And I got to a point where I pretty much liked all my villagers. And so that wasn't super necessary. So yeah, but now I'm starting over. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things, like, I got, especially with the Nook Mile tickets, is, like, in the beginning of the game, like, I remember we were going to, like, random Nook Miles all the time, or Nook Islands all the time, and I was like, man, it seems like, you know, you'd run out of your Nook Miles so quickly, and I was like, I don't understand, you know, maybe I'll limit it to one a day, I don't know how I'm going to get to do this so often without just burning through everything. Mm -hmm. And I, I still don't like, I have no idea how somebody has 800 Nook Mile tickets to pay me for the Islander that they wanted. Like, I don't understand that. Oh, I but, mean, yeah, they had, but, they had Marshall and they got rid of, or they opened right. their Island a couple times. And that's but like, got somebody's got to start, like it's got to have you. Somebody yeah. has to start having that much. And in the same way with money, even like the money was really useful in the turnip runs in the beginning to pay off the houses. And then once I paid off the house, it was like, I don't really need this much money. And like I put all I made this huge orchard on my island at the beginning. And I was like, I'm making, you know, one hundred thousand dollars a day selling fruit each time I sell fruit. And then it was like now it's like I don't even pick fruit anymore. I'm like, Ugh, I don't have the time to pick fruit. <laughs> you okay, yeah. Scarface? Oh, no, that's I a know, very bro. that's that's a very common Animal Crossing issue. 
um, if your store has expanded, you're going to start to see a lot more expensive items, and that's mm -hmm. kind of how the game handles that. But I've always found that to be an issue, that if you um, play with any kind of regularity, you're going to pay off your mortgage. The last New Leaf changed that by creating these like public works projects, mm -hmm. kind of like the bridges um, that we have, but you would put like a windmill or something and oh, you would have yeah. your little gyroid and you would throw all of your bells into that and and they would be several hundred thousand bells so it was always a good way to like get rid of all of your excess money once you'd paid off and in new leaf your house cost a lot more hmm. uh, i know it's amazing to think that it could have cost more but each room had a couple of different expansions oh wow so you went through several phases <laughs> of each room expanding and you you still had the the second floor in the basement and then the four rooms on the first floor mm -hmm. uh, but eventually you do get to the point where you're like i could buy anything in this game yeah and i don't know what to do with it they did nerf the uh what are the the um interest yeah i did see yeah, that they, i heard they did that. yeah which which like even just talking about like i mean every game i guess you know has an end game like once you reach your highest level or whatever each game wants to say and so i mean it makes sense that it gets to a point and then it just kind of like either i feel like you stop playing or you pivot what you want to do i've never been one you know emily was talking about like she loves uh games that let her craft her own like village or her own settlement like stuff like in the newer fallouts and stuff like that and that's like always a big turn off in games for me um but i have felt the need to like my island does not look as good as if you go on youtube and find like other people's islands but it was like well i kind of want to have a five-star island and it's like oh they have soccer goals i'd like to make a soccer field and things like that so i have had more interest in that than i thought i would even you know a week or two into playing the game yeah and that's I, where i, I think Oh, I'm sorry. That's where I think the rolling updates are going mm -hmm. to play a bigger role. Because right now, um, we know that they're going to keep adding stuff. And if they keep adding stuff, that means they're going to keep adding things that you're going to say, oh, hey, I could do that. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're looking at your island and you're thinking, wow, I could put some crazy thing here, uh, you're going to keep coming back and keep spending bells and keep doing your daily stuff as you sort of format it and change it up. Uh, I think the more you and the more you feel like I could change my island, I could make it better. I could take this out. I'm sick of this. I want to change this around. The longer you're going to play it. Right. I think one of the problems that we're running into right now, Anita and I are running into, is we have the entire house built. We haven't paid off our final loans, but we have our our second floor and our basement and all these rooms. And now we're finding we can't fill anything, and we have some money. We have some, you know, we. we from the, the turnip exchanges but when there's only one or so new items a day and now we're getting repeat diys that are the, yeah. that are being taught to us or the or the uh messages in the bottles are giving us repeats or we're getting crappy or repeat items from the from the, the balloons with the presents so now it's like we can't fill these houses because we're not getting the items for that and the diys right. that we do have either their repeats or or, or we don't have the cutting board. You don't, mm -hmm. if you don't have the cutting board, yes. you can't make half the other thing. So, and, and even in what, an exchange of, of just with the people on the discord for bedtime gamers. And mm -hmm. that's probably what, like a eight or so active people playing, even between the eight of us, 
I think we're having trouble like finding the things we need or, or right. you know, having things we want. I mean, for, for Pete's sake, we just got a television in in ours and i know that's something Anita's been dying to get and i i remember i was like flipping out when i finally got a diy for a bookshelf because mm-hmm. i just wanted a bookshelf and i was so excited when i had a television in my store and like i had seen like somebody else's island where they had like tvs all up on their wall and then the tv that i paid like sixty thousand for was not like a wall mounted tv you could only set it on a table and i was so disappointed that was Anita's too. We keep making jokes. It's like that Office episode with his with his twenty inch screen plasma mm-hmm. TV in his yeah ears. exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, can I can I bring up something that is both some the thing I love the most about this game, but also a big disappointment to me? Yeah, sure. cool. I'm going to do it anyway. And uh, so the one thing that uh, we, we're talking about trading people here these mm-hmm. these semi sentient beings, these AI beings, you know how it is. And Anita and I feel that we've been blessed, I guess you you could say, on the people that we've we've had. And we can go on a whole talk on the 400 different animals there are and which ones people love or not. But we've absolutely adored almost every single one that has that we've selected. And we, we have said no to to two of them, one of which is that really creepy eyed monkey. And yeah. and then, um, oh, what is that disgusting cub's name? Oh, um. Oh, he's disgusting. He looks he looks awful. I was like, Barreled. no. Barreled. Oh, jeez. Yeah, what tr- what trash did that guy crawl out of? My god. So, but like we like for example, we have um we Prince is our favorite. He's a he he's a um the personality a lazy frog and mm-hmm. he says the cutest most ridiculous things and he airplanes around or Naruto runs or whatever <laughs> and 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 just going around and talking to all of these characters and just all the fun things they say and how they react and whether they like the gifts you give them or not is one of my favorite things about this game and and we bought posters for all the characters so we can put them on our walls and just like and, and just like Aurora is a penguin with a doofy face mm-hmm. who just stares and and Bubbles is this hippo with the preppy personality which reminds me of a person we know here that we love and and it's just every time she says something it reminds me of something this person would say and I'm loving it and then I realize that this is also one of the biggest faults because you have eight personalities four for each of the the genders. And sometimes they'll repeat things, not always. Some of the characters oh, say yeah. different things. And I realized that they really missed a chance to kind of really add into this game by creating a kind of relationship thing where you could. Oh, my goodness. Please. Not, yes. Like where, where you could build friendships and yes. like and have stuff like that. And and it also frustrates me because my favorite characters are ones who are around, but they're not my they don't live on the island. Uh, Celeste is my absolute right. favorite character. I adore I her, that's and she shows up. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's it is it is. She's she's great, and I remember seeing Blathers, and I'm like, oh, I like owls. This guy's funny, and then I saw Celeste, and I'm like, I mm-hmm. want to pinch your owl cheeks and have you live here forever. And she doesn't. She comes by and gives me a DIY, and then wanders around staring at the sky, which is fine. And also, the Hedgehog sisters, the Able sisters, are amazing. Oh, and when I found out, once you, you could... get Sable to open up. Oh my god! When yeah. you, I just, she, I almost cried when she told mm-hmm. me some of the stuff she told me today. It's it's brilliant. And I like that they're there, but it's not like you know. I see Lionel whenever the heck I want. I see Prince and Lily and and Antonio whenever, but I want them out there having fun and you know, like a rating system of how much they like you, how how mm-hmm. well are you doing, stuff like that. And when you when you catch them talking to each other, 
oh, that's the best. Their oh, conversations yeah. mm-hmm. are always funny, and and I feel like they really missed out on something with that. Yeah, and so I understand. I, oh, go ahead. So I do want to just say that there is a best friend mechanic mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a Nook Miles achievement for becoming best friends. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten that twice, but I don't know how or even with who. Um, the way you, well, so I don't know exactly how you get it. I think it's probably by talking to them. If you talk to them every day, if you give them a gift that lines yeah. up with their interests, because every animal has their own interests, and that's where it gets to be a little bit more variety among the personality types, because every animal has different interests. But eventually, one of them will do their little "Hey," and they'll run at you, and they'll just give you something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! And when they do that, that's because they're your best friends, and you get like a little a nook miles for that so there, it does exist it's just and I, I, I agree with you though about the other npcs mm-hmm. leaf is my personal favorite i was so happy that he came back uh, because he's adorable i mean i His think for me um especially coming off of we played maybe about 25 hours worth of stardew valley again right before we started back into animal crossing mm-hmm. and there there's obviously a lot of parallels to be drawn between the games but they are very different mm-hmm. um and i understand that with animal crossing there's like I think hundreds of potential villagers. So like I get that it would be very hard to write them all their own unique dialogue and um, different connections and things like that. But like, yeah, the amount of care I feel like when you're playing something like Stardew Valley and you Mm -hmm. see the connections you're making with people and like you have, you know, the 10 heart tracker and you give them gifts and they respond positively or negatively to the gift you gave them. Like, I wish there was a component in here. Like it doesn't need to have like, you know, obviously with it being, you know, animal crossing, there's no need to add like a marriage or like relationship component, like other games. Uh, But like, just can't be like dragon part of it. I feel like, I get that it's not what Animal Crossing is about, but like in a lot of ways, I think it would just add to it. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. would be disappointed to have that in the game. And but in I a way, it is to... what it's about. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go because, ahead. Because, because, the, because the creator said he made it because he moved to a new city and was lonely, so he wanted to make a game about making friends. See, I think that from what I can tell and from the, the number, the others that I have played, Uh-oh. I think it exists I think it's just hidden. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can definitely ruin your relationship with visitors. Right. With uh, villagers and you can improve your relationship with villagers. I think it's just sufficiently hidden that it's kind of hard to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's also simplified enough that if you just talk to everybody, they're not going to be mad at you. Right. Yeah. Um, there was a lot. This is the one thing that I'm upset about in this game. In the prior games, um, you got jobs from the villagers. Somebody would need you to deliver something to someone else. Somebody would need you to go. And there's still a few people uh, lose stuff and you can find it. And then you have to find whose it was. Occasionally somebody's going to tell you to go fish and find a specific fish or a bug. Right. But in the prior games, as you went around and talked to everybody, you would probably get three or four tasks. And that is just 
almost completely gone. And I don't know if anybody else liked that, if it was just me, but to me that was part of it. And that was what kept me getting engaged in the games. Like, I'm not just fishing because I need to catch fish to make money. Mm -hmm. I'm fishing because Barbara asked me for a crucian carp and I'm going to go find it because she's my friend and they'll give you stuff. And that was how you would get rare or weird things. And the more friendly you were with the animal, the more rare items they gave you. So they'd start out giving you clothes and they would progress to giving you furniture that you couldn't buy at your own store. Mm -hmm. uh, that is, as far as I can tell, pretty much gone. And I'm very disappointed with that. That is the one thing I don't like. Well, and I guess, and I have had villagers ask for things, but it's definitely not every day and like right. multiple. It's, it's usually, it, yeah, it is very rare. Um, but yeah, I think, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to kind of piggyback on and say that, like the depth is like what I'm missing in terms of like the interaction. Um, it is fun to see the villagers interact with each other. Like I have two tigers on my island and the one was like stomping off the other day and she's like, I'm going to be the pop star. And you're like, what in the world? <laughs> and like, I love, I love stuff universe. like that, but that <laughs> yeah. never carries over. Whereas, like, in mm -hmm. Stardew, there were these little cutscenes, and you would see not only that person interacting differently with you, but you would see their relationship with the other villagers change. And you would see, like, oh, this is why this person is grumpy, or oh, this is why this happens. And, like, I get it. This is a game more directly aimed at all ages rather than Stardew, which is more of a pure simulation. But I just miss that level of depth. It gets close. It's just not quite there. Like, I just think, like, if you could somehow merge my favorite aspects of the game, like, obviously, like, I would enjoy it slightly more. But that's just a minor complaint. Yeah. And, I mean, I think you're right, Caitlin, that there is a gauge somewhere. It's just hidden because... I do, I mean, there is points, like, there are times where I want to give, like, a new villager a gift or someone I haven't talked to very much a gift, and I'm not able to yeah. until I reach a certain threshold, and then I can mm -hmm. give them a gift, and I have, right, seen that Nook Miles achievement pop off, but I wish it also kind of worked, like, it was a better system of, like, uh, what I don't know, like decreasing your relationship with a villager, um, <laughs> and like having them move out because, like, I you don't get, want barreled. Yeah, I get really offended. Apple is my like favorite. She's like my BFF, and when she like tries to move out, I'm like, Apple, you are not allowed. I'm like, why? Like, I'm your best friend, and so <laughs> I just wish that like. Because I have, you know, there's theories that, oh, if you just ignore a villager, they'll move out. But I've, I've also seen that disproven. And we've also seen it where villagers we talk to every day and give gifts to every day will ask to move out. So uh, I think it's been pretty much thrown out that that is just completely random. And I wish that it wasn't. Like, I wish it was more, like, based on that hidden relationship gauge. Um, yeah. Hey, Jacob. Oh, you know, no. No. <laughs> Lily is mine. Lily hey, is the Lily. Lily is the is Wait, the bright. You, you want bright Lily spot. the frog? Yes. Oh, I got rid of She's her not. as soon as I could. <gasps> oh. oh no! 
like I was like, can this frog please leave? John, how have you literally missed Caitlin's obsession with Lily in our Discord channel? Like, I feel like much like any group chat I'm a part of, I have it always muted, and then I come back, and I'm just like, eh, I'm not gonna read back that far. I sent I sent Caitlin a poster of Lily as as a as a token of like. Here's your favorite person, but I guess it could also be construed as "haha, look who I have." Right, one hundred percent "haha, look who I have." That was one hundred. Look at us hanging out over which, here. Which mm-hmm. he really is the funniest because I think at the first conversation I saw her have with another character, I'm trying to remember who it was, probably Bubbles or something mm-hmm. like that, and she's like, "Oh." Is this small talk? Let me try doing small talk. And she goes off on this complete Ugh. tangent. Where, and everyone's like looking around nervously. It's she's hysterical. And the whole gift thing doesn't make sense because I gave Antonio, who's one of the jock ones, mm-hmm. uh, a protein shake. And he didn't care at all. He's like, oh, huh. cool. Thanks, honk. And meanwhile, I gave Prince a like flight captain suit. He won't take the damn thing off. <laughs> so, so let me do a little bit behind the curtains here. What they like are things based on color and based on style, which has, like, you can kind of guess, but has nothing to do with their personality. Uh, You can, you guess it based on their house. house. Mm. So they all have a favorite color. They all have a favorite style. Mm. Um, If you get something that is both their favorite color and their favorite style, woohoo. But if you get one or the other, they'll also be happy with it. Uh, and interesting what people put a ton of work on the nookopedia tell you what that is but so this kind of makes me uh concerned uh what it or interested rather um what's everyone's <laughs> favorite villager then or favorite villagers okay so so okay <laughs> i gotta say um here's the tier list right now yeah. so so Pr- prince and lily i think are at our top because I was concerned about having two frogs, but I, but I love them. Our two starter ones, Mira and Antonio. Hey, Mira was on mine too. When I've seen other people's starters, I thank God we got the two of them because those yeah. two are fantastic. And Mira's <laughs> outfit is just so unique. And yeah. a lot of the other anteaters are really freaky looking. And Antonio is not. He's really cute. And I yeah, like Antonio him. is the best anteater, hands we, down. Uh, Vesta is a weird looking sheep, but she grew on us a lot. So we, we got her and Bubbles and Aurora and... And uh, and the three of them, I love them to pieces. We got Lionel. He's the standout because he's kind of weird. He's kind of like a mm-hmm. old old fashioned sort of like he, he he cracks me up though. So I like having him there, and he sings a lot. But now we have two. What do you call them? The they're not the they're the ones who are full of themselves. The lady ones, snooties, um, snooties. snooties. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a snooty hippo named uh, Biddy, and then we have Becky. Who is a oh, chicken? Oh God! No, Becky I had Becky. Get and, her and out I, of here! I, I, I was kind of okay with Becky only because, like, she she has a cool outfit, it's like I Renaissance, do like her outfit. And, mm-hmm. and her house is cool. But the thing is, is we had our last camp set up, and then she came and bought it before we even found someone, and we were <laughs> uh, That's what annoyed me. Yeah. And I feel mean about trying to get rid of her because, again, they all kind of grow on us. Right. But, like, yeah. that's our, that's my tier list right there, the one I just gave you, I think. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, Froggy's all the way. Prince and, Pr- Prince and Lily are our, our favorites. Mm-hmm. So I'm not thrilled with any of mine. I wouldn't <laughs> – I don't I, – I kind of low-key just eh. – <laughs> if any of them left, I would just say bye. Don't let the <laughs> island hit you on the way out. But here's my thing about villagers. I don't 
prefer any one of them. There are just some that are visually so unappealing. Oh, yes, most certainly. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pietro. Yeah. I no. will buy a new Switch before I have Pietro on my <laughs> People are so love or hate with Pietro. Yeah, because he's, he's terrifying. terrifying. I don't even necessarily have a clown thing, but I do for Pietro. Um, there was somebody else. Barold. See, the thing about Barold is I actually feel sorry for Barold. I I would... I, if you paid me to adopt Barold, I would. Um, because... <laughs> Poor guy. I think, I think we he's spoke to him again guy. just so we could reject him a second time. I it was <laughs> he no he is wrong he is wrong. Poor Barrel. <laughs> um, I think my least favorite personality type is the cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I just don't like that's not my vibe at all. I wear a lot of pink in the game and do a lot of flower things and the the red and black and spider web and yeah i've got a guitar like that's just not not much which is a which is the cool one i don't know which i have one named cherry i was gonna say cherry that I red like dog what she, she's a red dog yeah um, she wears a spider web shirt she, their personality is not really all that interesting oh the sisterly it's more one that's what Mira is. They call it um like Uchi or something like that. It's a uh, they're they're like they're kind of sarcastic mm-hmm. and also like I don't know. Like Mira is all like, "Oh no, you oh no, who beat you up? I'll I'll, I'll hurt them. Who are they? Oh, you got stung? Ha 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 ha. That's what it is." Mm-hmm. I mean, as a big sister myself, uh 10 out of 10 can confirm. <laughs> uh, that is how we operate. But no, the cool like the cool aesthetic is just not my jam. I don't like it on my island, um, so that's probably my least favorite. But I don't have any standouts on my island right now. If any one of them said, "Oh, I think about leaving," I would say bye. Mm-hmm. What about you, Em? I know you have a favorite. Uh, yeah, so my favorite, like I said already, Apple. She's a little diva hamster. I love her. I did not think I would I've love her. I've loved Apple before. I yeah. w- I thought I was. Lo- I had another hamster, um, who, uh, Flurry, who is precious, but Apple, when she would go on be like, I'm going to be a pop star one day, just watch. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. You go live your pop star life. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm going to go leave the island to pursue my dream. And I said, no. no. <laughs> um, so I love her. Gonzo was a surprise. He's like this old man koala who like has a super deep voice that I was really like disgusted by at first. But <laughs> wow. now I love him. Like he's just like this gram. He's our grandpa on the island. And, you know, I built like very log. He lives in like a log cabin. And I so I built some log cabin furniture for him. And like oh, he's precious and there's that picture of me playing go in my park with him and i'm just it's <laughs> adorable and then um i think the other favorite on my island right now is bam who's a blue deer and he's a jock and he was one of my originals um and he just is so sweet like he is the only i think i must have like the uh, most friendship with him somehow uh because he will send me a letter every single day and i'm like <laughs> You know what? Thanks. <laughs> you need to stop. Yeah. You need to stop, but I appreciate the effort. Um, and so, yeah. So those are my favorite. Wait, uh, so not Marshall. I do have Marshall on my island. Um, 
I I mean, I like him. I like him because he gives off a very Slytherin vibe. And so I'm here for it. But he's kind of new. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Marshall gives off a Slytherin vibe. I think I feel like you're just being swayed by the color. She's like, I'm it's Malfoy if he was an animal. No, she's, no she's, see, not, she's not wrong. I'm looking at him. That is definitely Malfoy. But no, I mean, Marshall is like a nerd. But he's smug. He's got the smug he's a, personality. He's an off-white squirrel with choppy brass-colored fringe, and he definitely hates Harry Potter and his friends. It's just very clear <laughs> right there. That's, that's possibly true, but I don't know. He, I don't he know. he's not as you know. I thought like from appearance that he would be very. You know, and he, I know he is smug. I thought he would be very rude, but he's actually been super nice I, to me. I know. I thought he was nice smug too. Smug people aren't rude. I know. I don't the know why. Smug personality is badly named. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't remember what the Japanese. I don't know what the yeah. Japanese translation is, but the smug personality is like that's not really what we would call it yeah well and even the cranky villagers i feel like like gonzo's cranky but like he's not ever like he was cranky at first but like i feel like i never he never interacts with me like in a negative way um so yeah i just kind of thought he just gave me that slytherin look and i was like okay i'll add you and i mean he's cute i i like him but i'm he's not like i have i haven't developed a relation, a friendship. Right. Um, um, and then Tipper, I really wanted because she's a uh, kind. Of, I don't know if I think she's snooty or she's um, she's definitely like uh, not diva like Apple, but just kind of like oh yeah, I go shopping and I have expensive taste. But she and she's a cow and like a very traditional looking cow, a cow named Tippy Tipper. Mm-hmm. Tipper. Still. Yeah. Oh, same. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, love the name. And I just wanted her is so bad. <laughs> I wanted her so bad because I just want she's a snooty cow villager. Yep. Um, I wanted her so bad because I wanted to make like her yard like very farm themed. So, but like it's a classy farm theme. Like it's the white silo, not the traditional brick red. That's mm-hmm. that's that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, I wonder, you know. Whatever. Uh, going back to Bam for a second, uh, you and our friend Nolan have him on, on their island. I don't remember if it was visiting you mm-hmm. or visiting him. The first thing that happened when I went to go talk to him is he starts shouting at me. Yes. It's like, oh. Marshalls or something. And it's just like, oh, my God, I'm not talking to you much. again. It's a little much. <laughs> He's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I kind of have like three favorite villagers, probably. Um, Pierce gets like an honorable mention because he's like one of my day ones. And like, he's just always nice and he sends me letters. So I'm like, okay, Pierce, like Mm -hmm. we're cool. And he's a he's a jock, but he can be over the top. And I'm just like, I just I I just didn't want that. But I was like, you're you're here. I'm not ever going to make you leave. Don't worry. Um. But then the first villager that like I went out and got and then ended up really liking was Anka, which is the uh, oh, like Egyptian yeah. cat. Right. Uh, he looks cool. She is awesome. And like her house is like I like these kind of like more like very specific themed houses. So like hers is naturally, you know, like 
Egypt and she's got like a sarcophagus in there and she's got doesn't uh, she have a little pyramid in her house she has a pyramid uh she has like everything is like golden like she just has gold bars and a gold toilet and like <laughs> she's always just real nice she's I think she's a snooty personality um but I really liked Anka and then in terms of tea like uh other ones I liked elephants and they have one named Axel and our dog is named Axel so I was like Maybe I'll get him. And then I came across Tia, who I ended up liking even more. And she's just, I, she's probably normal. Yeah, she is. She's, yeah. Um, and then the the, the most recent one. Yeah, she looks like yes, a teapot. Tia. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Uh, and she just, she's just precious. Uh, I wish they had, there used to be one that I saw online. It was Chai, who has like literally like a teacup on top of her head. And they i don't think she's in this one but tia literally looks like a teapot and i'm like this is fine you look awesome uh and then the last one which has a great themed house uh is eric the reindeer um and he he has like a it's like all icy on the inside and it very much just feels like oh winter going to the mountains like i'm like oh you're nice and he's just like he's chill he's definitely a lazy personality um but like I just love his house and everything. So, like I said before, for me the ones that um, that I don't like are the ones that look the creepiest. And I had while you were talking, I found the one that oh, no. I think still haunts my nightmares from I think when I, know which I one you're was talking about. a child. This is Coco. Coco, oh, oh my it's god, a nightmare. Yeah. it's a nightmare. People like Coco. this one. Coco was on well he's he's normal so or she actually it, you wouldn't even have known um but she was on my island when I was playing wild world and it was awful and I couldn't get her had to, leave. to burn your system <laughs> uh yeah kind of uh she has no expression she, her mouth doesn't move it's just gaping maws of darkness yeah I do not like that character design no, it's, it's horrible. I did see someone gifted her, you know, those glasses that have like the very um, animated, cartoony eyes. The sparkle around it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh actually, my lord! It actually works. It, it helped. I saw that on Reddit too. It actually helped. It was. It, it did was help a little bad. bit, but right, it is. Um, yeah, I think I saw her on a mystery island, and I was like, mm. no, 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 no. I don't think. Yeah. So. Oh God, it's a ghost. Kill it. Everything else I can work around. Aesthetics, I can't. If I have to run every time I see you on my island, you're not welcome on my island. Um, I think I think we need to address the elephant in the room, and that not Tia or any of the other ones. But just despite how much we love this game and how much we we talk to each other and hang out with each other on it, how awful the the Wi-Fi situation. I'm sorry. How how awful the the internet connection so, issues. Yeah. This is not a surprise to me in any way. If anything, it maybe works a little better than I expected it to. That yes. being said, it's utter garbage. Nintendo really is still terrible somehow in 2020 with like doing online gaming. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like if you play anything, PC, PS4, Xbox, like you're just used to a kind of higher standard. And like, I'm so used to Nintendo where it's like, I just know it's not going to be great. And so I'm like, on one hand it works better, but then on the other hand, it takes a century to get to someone's Island and God forbid you're on someone's Island when two other people come there. And then now all of a sudden it's the slowest thing in the world. 
Somebody, and every time somebody comes, you have to go through the yeah. whole mm-hmm. everyone. You have to right. stop because they couldn't figure out how to do a save with people coming and going. So it's just it, they couldn't do a save while somebody had a chat box open. I yeah. Know. Oh my lord! And it was cute, like the animation, like for coming and flying into an island is like, oh, that's cute the first time. But like yeah. when you are doing it over and over and over, you're like, all right, come on, let's speed up. Like this doesn't need to take so long. It doesn't. No, I mean, I to. I do like the airplane flying over. That's the one thing I like because it allows you to see the island and it, or at least parts mm. of it. And I've kind of kept in mind, so I've put some of my prettier stuff. I've done the it. same. When it when somebody comes, they see this. What I don't like is how many menu choices I yeah. have to go through nope. to get through that dodo. Dodo, you know what I want to do. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. let me do it. And I get that some of it is flavor. But I don't need the flavor. Thank and God you. forbid you not like for something it. you're going to use so often. So often. Well, and God yeah. forbid you hit the wrong menu selection, oh, yeah. and you can't oh, no. just yeah. back up to the previous menu. You have to be like, all right, no, I don't want yeah. to do this, and start all over. And you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna go insane. <laughs> or how about the fact save. that you can't buy things like in in bulk? Oh, or move things in bulk, or nope. that the first option in the menu select is to drop the item. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or like. Like if you go to the like shop, small things that on. add up that I'm like, how was this not handled just slightly better? Yeah. God forbid you want the same pair of pants in three different colors. You got to shop three separate times. It's just, yep. it's these quality of life things that it, it, I, I don't understand the point behind it. I, I don't see how it actually makes it better for anyone. It's well, just, and it's not like there's not like established standards. Like it's, you know, across video games, you're kind of used to like, all right, I can buy 99 of this item if I want. And like, that's just something we've been accustomed to doing. And then so to have a game where it's seen all these other ones where you would expect to influence it in these minute ways, like all of a sudden be like, oh, this, how is this not thought out? So I have a question for people who maybe know more about video games than I do. Do you think it's because Nintendo does in-house? Um, I know that's I know that's been their thing that they design their own games and I'm wondering if it's like none of them have ever played a game but that's the whole thing is like surely they've had to have played other games like they're aware of it and I just don't understand the decision to not adapt I I don't know they might have to name their children Mario (laughs) (laughs) well their uh, their president is named Bowser like that's his legitimate name Doug Bowser yeah they, there was a whole thing about – I remember uh, there was a game designer who was went to talk to Nintendo. They brought him in to kind of consult on something. Uh, Sean, you probably heard this story at some point. I, I can't remember who it was. But Nintendo brought him in and they were talking about – he was talking to them about how, how good both Xbox and PlayStation were at online play. And just how good like the – whatever you call it, the X, Xbox Pass or whatever and the PlayStation, whatever it was called, PS Plus. Yeah. Just how great it worked out. And – and apparently all the Nintendo executives were looking at this guy like he had three heads. They didn't understand. They're like, what? Online play? What? Who? What is this? Yeah, no, like they've been the so no. far behind. And it's like, you yeah. go to these, you go to, I mean, they don't technically go to E3 anymore, but I guess nobody technically goes to E3 anymore. Um, <laughs> but like, they've been at these massive conferences and they go to GDC and Game Developers Conference and, you know, all Tokyo Game Show and all these. Like, so they're aware of all these other things things that exist and it just like 
I don't understand how they can persist in their simple ways, but very much like you said, like that's like always the story with Nintendo is like, they're like not really concerned with others. And it's like, you don't have to be concerned, but maybe like you could benefit from it. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and I will say that I love that Nintendo has put so much focus on in room gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, right, absolutely. Player takes place in room because what I'm seeing with the PS4 mm-hmm. is that it it suffers. You can't. I mean, there are some games where you can, but it's never as right. good. It's it's set up for multiplayer. And speaking as a parent, because I know this is a podcast, about <laughs> right? In some ways, that's a real concern yeah. for me. I mean, obviously, by the time my children are old enough to be doing any of this, we're probably either going to be playing with rocks instead of <laughs> video games, or it will be beamed directly into their heads. But either way, I want them to be able to play multiplayer games without necessarily going online. Yeah, or without having to own two separate consoles or or like, mm -hmm. which like, you know, Emily and I are fortunate in that we have done that, but we always got those prior to having a child. So it was like, you know, we had extra expendable income that you were just like, okay, yeah, that's not a big deal. But very much like I grew up that same way of like, especially, you know, thinking about like the N64 era and stuff like that, like that was what you did. Like your friends came over and you played, whether it was Mario Kart or Mario party or a sports game or anything like, and that is great that you can do some of these more advanced things because you're not having to have the system process, you know, four things at once or whatever, you know, now, um, if you're doing it online, but you just miss out on stuff. And, and very much like you were saying, you know, PlayStation or Xbox, you're normally not playing the big, you know, heavy hitter games like you might be playing like for couch co-op. You might be doing like Overcooked or something along those lines. Whereas like Nintendo, it still remains a tentpole for them. And like the Lego games. The fact fact that I I am really upset that I can't actually make my own island, that I cannot be the person who controls what happens. Because the thing is, Anita and I are two very different people when it comes to games in general. So uh, because it's her, because as far as I'm concerned, it's her game and she is the island resident representative. So like it makes me scared about terraforming or putting things in places or deciding how things are going to go because it is it's, you know, I want her and she wants me to help out and build things up. But in the end, like. I can't She's create the vision, but it's not just that I can't select. I cannot go to Tom Nook and say, I want to build a bridge. Oh, I can't build an yeah. incline. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh and, and, the whole game. Mm-hmm. And um, when Jacob and when, has not experienced the entire game because certain things are only available to the island. How yep, they're locked out from me. And so, uh, but I've seen them all cause I've watched Nita play, right. well, but at the same time yeah. I can't do that stuff. So it mm-hmm. really takes a lot away from me. And when we do the thing where we sign at the same time and I, and I run around, you're still oh. limited. You're not as limited as when people visit where you can't move yeah. anything and you can't do anything. You can't sell, you can't yeah. go to blathers, which is insane. But, um, but it's still very limited. I can barely yeah. pick the tools I need when I'm, when she's the one running around, I can't yeah. go to my menu or anything like that. Oh. It's just, it's, it, it, the, the power is there. Yeah. The ability and technology is there, but they just chose to lock it off. I mean, I know why they did it because then they have to sell more switches. I ain't buying another and switch. the switch light and the switch light came out 
which no. is supposed to be cheaper. This isn't the first one. Um, the GameCube, you could put four people on, but if you guys remember the way a GameCube looked, there was two memory card slots. Mm -hmm. So you would have one town per memory card. So you buy another memory card, you can build another town. It was an easy way to kind of get around mm -hmm. share because you could travel between towns there too. It was an easy way to get around it because you would just have a second memory card and pop that in and go see what that town was doing. Uh, but New Leaf, for example, one one town per game. Mm. Uh, wild, wide World, Wild World was the same way. I want to say City Folk was too. I don't think there was any way you could have done that. I, I believe so because I remember us sharing it. And it's always been a problem, but it seems the most um, blatant in this game because there's so many things that the subsidiary person cannot do. And because the Switch is not cheap. Right. Um, and now you can't find one. Right. Uh, so right, good luck yeah. with that, Emily. Yeah. But oh, the Switch is so. <laughs> the Switch lights yeah. are finally coming back into stock online. But like, yeah. so I went to buy one in store because they were like, oh, at this one about 30 minutes away, there was one. And I had two hours free at work because we're slow right now. And so I was like, well, I'll just drive over there and get it. And then I drove to Target and they were like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, the inventory thing has an issue online. They're like, we don't even have a single game system. So that target <laughs> most specifically, which is the first I've seen like this, they had no switches, no Xboxes and no Playstations. No, they were out nobody... of everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's, and you know, in the interest of like posterity, this is week six, more or yeah. less of mm -hmm. sort of the world going to hell and target. It's not a priority. Um, it, you know, it, it's not, but also I don't think anybody when they shipped this game was like, hey, this is something that everyone and their mother is going to be playing. I was saying, are we sure Tom Nook did not create the coronavirus? <laughs> I want to say that I posited this in a group chat before it was released in that time frame that this was probably developed by Nintendo and no one else bought my conspiracy theory, but I'm putting it back out there. Coronavirus is definitely an actual virus that jumped from an animal, but it could have been Nintendo. No, that, that, that animal was Tom Nook. Yeah. Well, right. Mm -hmm. Well, the civet looks an awful lot like a Tanuki. They're definitely <laughs> in the same family. Hold on. I mean, yeah. so Nintendo like came out and the official numbers haven't been released. So they release like the NPD like every month and that has like the numbers. And so we haven't seen the hard numbers of it yet. But like they came out and said Animal Crossing has had the single best launch ever for any Nintendo game besides the two most recent Super Smash Brothers. So Super Smash Brothers Brawl and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate or whatever. Um, so it's outdone every single Mario launch. It's outdone every single Zelda launch. Um, out Every Mario Kart, you know, it's like insane, I think. You know, they probably thought, you know, this is going to sell well. And it probably would have sold really well anyway. But I think the time that it happened to hit out with everything going on in the world, it did make it a heavier hitter than anybody was prepared for. Because this is a game that I think both exactly what Jacob was saying earlier speaks to kind of an emotional need that a lot of us have, but also like we have time to do this. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, we have time to check in every single day and look at what's going on in our island. I can't just wander to the store, but I can go see what's the nook's cranny. Um, and but in that that structure that the store opens at a certain time and it closes at a certain time, some mm -hmm. fish are available now and the animals wake up at certain times. I don't know if you guys yeah. picked up on that. Mm -hmm. but they have bedtimes and like awake times. Uh, for all those people who are sheltering in place, who are working from home, who have lost the rhythms of life, this game has come in. Right, I'm Provided like a digital crutch. Uh, I don't know if that's healthy or not, but there it is. Like, that's mm -hmm. definitely what's going on. Yeah, and so I just pulled up like an article about last month's NPD. So it only had, you know, 10 days worth of data for Animal Crossing, essentially. And it was already the best-selling Animal Crossing game ever um, in that 10-day period. And then it made Switch sales double from the same month the previous year. So March 2020, they sold twice as many Switches as March 2019. And the Switch has been out for, what, three years now? So... They yeah. sold a ton more for a game that probably wasn't expected to be a system seller in the beginning. Right. And it's just become this like craze that, you know, you can't, for me anyway, I can't really get on even like Facebook without seeing people post about it and be like, oh, your turn up prices. And I'm like, this is weird because it's people who don't ever talk about video games. Yeah, this has gotten to the popular culture mm -hmm. in a significant way my coworker's mom plays which <laughs> she is a different generation than we are she's a little bit older and so her mom is an even different generation mm. she's dabbling in the turnip market right now and we're trying to find her a good price oh <laughs> she's very concerned <laughs> she's very concerned about her turnips uh, but you know as as somebody who has always played this game and has all you know my family mm -hmm. has always been involved and we've always been doing some of these little sneaky things and texting each other and setting up visits to go pick up the rare stuff and trading villagers to a certain extent um it it is really odd because uh you get that same feeling that nerds everywhere get when all of a sudden what they've loved but nobody knows about becomes really popular because you're like no but this is my thing yeah you don't understand animal crossing is my thing right right and now you're all but i'm so glad now because i have way more islands to visit and that's mm -hmm. absolutely the best part of the game hopping on somebody else's island um doing something stupid and like making little musical notes come out of your head mm -hmm. and just running around <laughs> and putting on some ridiculous outfit and getting your picture taken. It's yeah. dumb, but that is an absolute highlight. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, our wish list. Like, so obviously we wish that they would handle the online stuff better. Um, and just like minor things like that and, you know, relationship building and things of that nature. But is there anything else that you feel like it is missing or that you hope that they add in the near future? I wish that there was a better way to get DIYs. Mm -hmm. And I know they're throwing them at you to a certain extent, but man, so much of like the critical furniture. And I haven't quite figured out how the Happy Home Academy works in this game. But in prior games, I know that you needed to have certain things in rooms, uh, the necessities of life is what they would call it, in order to get a good score 
and they had series and you knew that you had a series and you would have seen like the blue furniture and the green furniture and they've basically gotten rid of all of that which i'm fine with but because so many things that are just basic like a bed are hidden in the diys i feel like i can't find anything i think we touched on this earlier Mm -hmm. that jacob and anita were having a hard time filling their house um so i wish there was some like in-game way to get functional DIYs, not fancy nook mile DIYs, but like, hey, you need a bed. The mm-hmm. basic furniture should be just available. Right. I think. It just it just should be available. Mm-hmm. The extra stuff can be what you add on. But um, by now I think everybody should have all of the basics and it's just seasonal variations or something special. That right. You get yeah, I the, think that's the, fair. Anita's Happy Home Academy score. I don't remember what it is, but it's ridiculous. I don't know how. Yeah, I'm she... in the triple. I'm in the um, six figures. Oh, she's, she's, oh, she's... no, 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 no. But that's yeah. That's where that's where she is too, and she complains because she sees everyone's island and she's like, "My island is so ugly and it's terrible and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Yeah, but your your happy home thing is like super super yeah. high." And, and but the enough. thing is about the happy home is you just have to know what the rules are and mm-hmm. you can twerk. You don't it. know you what the rules it. are. She just kind of puts stuff well, around and suddenly they're like, "We love if you it." Make it, yeah. If you make it look like a house, that's a good place to start. And And they clearly are aiming you towards having like kitchens and bathrooms and stuff because they keep giving you that. Before you wanted to have everything in a series, so you'd walk into a room and it would be like blue. But I don't think was blue. I I don't. But but I have an option in this game. I have a like multi-tiled tub. I have a a weird bidet. I have a black tankless toilet. None of this goes together. Right. I just. It's it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, one of the things we're dealing with now is that you can't just transfer your save data um, in any <laughs> yeah. room. Yeah. 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 Um, which they said is coming. Uh, but in typical Nintendo fashion, Hold nobody up, knows what that means. How can that be like? That's not an update. That, yeah, that's like, like a yeah, that's a that's, out of the box should be right. in the first version right. of the game. That's, that's not a an huge update. issue. Well, and it's like I'm, our our issue's not horrible. Like you know, the screen is messed up on Emily's Switch, and so like yes, yeah, she could just play in docked mode all the time, and it would kind of alleviate that. But everybody plays their Switch differently, and for us, we predominantly play in handheld mode with something on in the background. And so like the fact that I can't just buy a new Switch and cloud save everything over like other nintendo games even do mm-hmm. like it's yeah. kind of mind-blowing to me yeah, it's, why it's do i have stupid. a nintendo account yeah right I can't somehow clouds and that's what yeah. they even touted as part of like you know their online system and so like when you pay your which granted it is a comparatively cheap online system i think it's like yes. 20 bucks a year or 35 for like up to six accounts or something like that eight eight accounts eight. and so yeah. it's like it's not that bad but it's like okay but if you're telling me i'm going to get cloud saves and then i get your hallmark game for the year and then i can't use cloud saves like mm-hmm. i feel yeah. like i'm kind of being you know just pulled along yeah I and wanna... it's like what's the point of having like i'm sure you also have like one of the little micro sd card put in there mm-hmm. too for other things like yeah. that what's the what is the point right if you cannot take the basic yeah. function of this game and just transfer it to another switch, like why is it hardwired into your into your system rather yeah. than like just your online profile like it feels like it's something that should have been like 
just modifiable. Like in other online games, if I were to log on to one PS4, or go over to my friend and then log on to his PS4 with my account, like it's still going to pull up all it's my online stuff. Yeah. So here's kind of my thing about this. And again, this is partly because I've played all of them. Animal Crossing is a mo- is a mobile game. It may not be like a traditional mobile game. Right. It's a grind game. It's a pick it up, take it to the doctor's office when you're waiting and like go pick your fruit and sell it and and I know nobody's going anywhere, but the Switch is a lot more expensive and a lot more fragile right. and feels more fragile than my 3DS. Mm-hmm. Once if ever, once the Rona has allowed us to, you know, vaguely resume our daily lives, are you guys going to even consider using that? Or are you going to stick to, you know, at home where I can control the environment? I mean, I've never been switchy. Like, I've never been one to really take the switch out to places with me. Like, the only time I will bring it out of the home is like, if I'm going on a long car ride where I know I'm going to have time or a long plane ride where I may have time. Um, other than that, I typically don't take it just cause that's not really how I play games. Um, but that's, that's me. So I don't know. I mean, cause it was great for, you know, you pop your 3ds in your bag mm-hmm. or you, and it, it was great. You also had more battery life. Um, which do y'all have the second edition switch? How long have y'all had your switches? I think we have the second edition. So we, we haven't had it that long. Emily's that I uh, damaged uh, was the first edition, and then mine is the second edition, which I probably get a fair amount of battery life. Like I don't have to charge it very much. Like typically in a play session, I don't need to plug it in. Um, just cause I'm sitting on the couch and it's like, oh, I might play for an hour or three and it's at least enough to get me through that. So yeah, Luke and I have been able to play handheld back to back without having much issue. Um, I prefer to put it on the TV because mm-hmm. we aren't really big TV watchers anyway. And I am sufficiently clumsy that I'm nervous about holding the switch itself. Mm-hmm. I like having my controllers instead. Uh, but otherwise my favorite, my other, my, you know, my other favorite animal crossing was the new leaf on the 3ds right. because I do think that the, the game itself lends itself to handheld so much better so than TV. Th- that is very much how I feel. It is a game dependent thing for me. Like when I play the Witcher, I want to play it on the TV. Like I want a big, like full experience for that. But when I'm playing something like this or Stardew or hotline Miami or a, not necessarily a smaller game, but just the style of game, like RPGs, I love to have in handheld. Um, and so to be able to just sit on the couch and play it there, like animal crossing feels like a couch game to me to just sit and play focused on what's in front of me rather than, you know, zoning the rest of the world out and playing it on the TV with surround sound and everything. It's a, it's a lot of preference. I, uh, cause with us, the switch has always been, a almost entirely plugged in all the time to the, into the dock. Uh, we, we start, especially when Anita was playing through a lot of Luigi's mansion three, the 
the the controls holding the switch handheld were very uncomfortable for her to get those mm. kind of shoulder uh shoulder buttons but when you use the pro controller oh man it was like yeah it was like Mwah. and the but animal crossing is kind of different like that's where we'll it is i agree with you it is a, it is a very handheldy perfect game but it's funny because she'll play her rounds when she's done uh she'll I'll say I'll, she'll pass it to me and she'll say, no, put it in the dock. I want to see what you're doing. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. she's like, because she wants to watch and see what's going on as well. And and uh, so then I end up playing it a lot on the big screen and she plays it handheld. And then it's all it's all about preference. You know, she likes to have the TV on when we're playing. And then sometimes I'll I'll play a PlayStation game or watch something I want to watch. Uh, but I'm sure it, it, you're right. It's all about preference, but it is very handheld friendly. Yeah. So. You know, you bring up the Pro Controller, which we have had to buy a Pro Controller because we've been using our Switch a whole lot more recently. But since we've gotten Animal Crossing, both mine and Emily's left Joy-Con have had oh, the a, drift. Have horrible drift. Like, we had never had the issue before, and it's horrible drift. And I've tried cleaning it and doing all this other stuff, but it hasn't worked. And so I was kind of like, well, I don't know. You know, I'll buy the Pro Controller. But then you are you don't have to play on the TV. But, like, that's clearly what you're doing when you're using the Pro Controller. Um, and then when her started doing it, we were like, well, we need Joy-Cons. But, you know, if we buy Joy-Cons, is it going to do it again? We weren't sure. Um, and I stumbled across Hori makes the Split Pad Pro, which, I'll be honest, it's, it's not a looker. It's not a good look at all. Um, but we bought it just to because I watched some YouTube videos that were like pretty high on it. And it's essentially like if you cut a pro controller in half and attached it to your switch. Um, and it, so it doesn't look good, but I will say it has made it a lot more comfortable. And the other thing is it has the turbo buttons and the back buttons, which the back buttons I don't really use right now. So it's not really a big deal. Um, But for Animal Crossing, the turbo has been so helpful because like when you're crafting 20 fishing bait because you're trying to catch this Uh. one stupid fish and you're like tap a tap a like I can just hold a and it'll like automatically like speed through it for me. And then like five minutes later, it's finally done. And I haven't had to, you know, tire out my thumb from that, which is such a weird thing to say, but it's the first time like one of those added functions in a controller has ever helped me. Why is B the thing to skip stuff? Because if you want if you want the text to go faster, because I'm trying to make them talk through their conversations that I've seen a thousand times go faster. But then you actually hit it again to can't to get out of the conversation. Then you have to it start over. It, it over just again. oh, it's it's. Oh, oh. I would like to uh, be able to group cast or group uh, craft. Group, yeah, yes. that'd be nice. Group craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm making. Yes, I'm making all of these Manila clams into fish bait. Why, no, yes, one you. at a time. One. No, I don't at, want no, to. One at a time. I've got to get a tuna. <laughs> Low down. For May, I already got the tuna. <laughs> but there was a time where I was mm-hmm. all tuna all the time. Just get my clams, go out to the dock, toss one in. Nope. Toss one in. Nope toss one in nope it's like an exercise in futility and then i got it randomly when i wasn't even trying to i was so mad i i stayed up till midnight trying to get uh the string fish for anita on her account and i did not and the next morning i'm like i was up all night trying to get to the string fish she's like oh i don't even really care and i'm like you take that back. You definitely, yeah, care. You definitely care. I was up. I, oh, she's like, oh, so, yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know what, because all of us, 
have partners who play the game, I want to know what the most absurd thing you have done for your beloved for Animal Crossing. All right, I'm going to talk about this now, even though I'm sure she's going to listen to this podcast later. But uh, when Anita plays, she has no concept of time. And it's um, so so like people ask, oh, they want to come visit. And she's like, "Okay, I'll go open up the gates. 30 minutes later, she's still planting flowers. And I'm like, they they're not coming over anymore. And she's like, oh, no, I'll open it now. I'm like, it's it's the day is over. Everyone's gone to bed. She she goes to she goes to uh to to trade out the um that sell the turnips I think at Emily's last weekend mm-hmm. and and then she's like oh now I gotta go look at their shop and I'm like people are coming over she's trying to open it up to strangers and she's like no I'm fine so she's shopping and it's like close the window close the window she's like what I'm trying to buy a shirt here and I'm like please just go back and she's like but I want to buy the things and I'm like <laughs> oh she could have spent however much time that was that was the whole day anyway so. I think, you know, for me, it was, you know, it's a little different because we don't share the same console. So we're playing at the same time. So it's not like uh, modifying the island this way or, hey, can you do this? But like when I first did my very first like turn up run where I was letting people come to my island after I time traveled forward, I did get a fair amount of like Nook Mile tickets. And so I think mm-hmm. like I gave Emily some of those mm-hmm. um, just you know, cause like, what was I going to use them all for? Um, but I think that's really it from my standpoint. Wait, so I missed oh, Jacob. I... What did you do for Anita? Oh, that, that was me just complaining. Oh. Actually, what I do do for her is if I is sometimes like, uh, I, because we have very different ideas of what's fun to her. She likes to decorate everything. And to me, that's actually kind of a chore. Decorating mm-hmm. in the game feels like a chore to me. I much prefer to fish and bug and collect resources. So she's like, you know, she has like no iron. So I'll go for her to an island and I will craft the island around because, you know, you can do the things to get either like mostly tarantulas or those atlas moths yeah. or, or the, the the disgusting water bugs that are that are oh, pricey, the but they're the disgusting to look at. And I'll I'll spend the whole time at the island, like making it perfect to have the right things spawn. So not only am I giving her a lot of money, but I'm also getting her all the iron and all the wood and stuff like that. And and like I'll do a couple of those like because she's got to go to bed much earlier than me because she, she has a real job and I'm struggling uh but (laughs) that's the point so so we'll do stuff like that but we also like we'll drop off uh we're our houses are right next to each other so we'll drop items off for each other constantly be like oh do you have this here you go and it's it's a lot of cooperative stuff which i really enjoy Mm -hmm. yeah luke has shopped my catalog because i get in a little bit more playtime than him um and so he shopped my catalog several times and i've just sent him stuff I think for me it was the sturgeon. I uh, he didn't realize that it was a he basically forgot that it was March thirty first, <laughs> and uh, this was back when we were still trying when we were quarantined and so we were trying to work from home, and you know we have two kids and we both work full time and we're both essential, but we were quarantined so we couldn't go in and so he was basically working like nights and weekends um to get all the stuff done because his schedule is different than mine it was it was terrible so he was working and i told him that it was march 31st and the sturgeon were going to be gone and he kind of got this wild look in his eye and i'm like don't worry about it so i spent 
hours. I mean, I think I went to bed at, like, I didn't get, I didn't stay up as late as Jacob, um, and I didn't get it. Until that thing rang midnight, I was trying to get that string fish, and it did not pop up. I didn't get it. I did get the string fish for him. That was actually pretty easy. I just rolled up. He was really mad at me because I got it so easily for him. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't get the sturgeon, and I felt, I felt bad. See, like, I feel that. like I started to do that because Emily was, like, dead set on getting all the fish yeah. and stuff. And after, like, two hours of not getting one, I was like, I don't care anymore. I don't care about fish in this game, and I'm never fishing ever again. It's really <laughs> different. The fact that we started so close to the end of the month was really rough. Yeah. Um, I've caught all of the fish that are leaving for April. Like I'm com- all the bugs I'm completely caught up and I didn't sweat it nearly as much as I had to that first week. Uh, if they had released the game two weeks, like halfway through the month, uh, I think we would have been a little bit less stressed. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit more time to get those fish. I didn't realize that the barrel eye was worth so much. I just sort mm-hmm. of casually dropped it off and then I, looked at one of those apps that i've got that tells me how much i was like oh no because that's not one that's been in the game before are are we glossing over the fact that the fish guy cj the beaver and the chameleon flick the who who does the 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 insect stuff that they're apparently roommates quote unquote partners roommates (laughs) he says partners look i'm more concerned about the fact that one of them is a mammal and one of them is a reptile. Right. That is species. Gender and... means less when <laughs> that is be- you've that got is, that two different classes. <laughs> oh. Like they don't even they don't even well, yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's a it's a lovely world. They're they're adorable. They are Flick, my Flick is one a of huge nerd. He is a freaky nerd. He's the kind of kid who wrote weird stuff in his in his uh, notebook in school, like bad poetry and other sort of stuff and thought he was really cool. But then you give him a bug and he, he gets way too yeah. excited. He's got to and chill CJ, out. And, and CJ is like such a popular kid, but I love the idea of the two of them being like, you know, partners, partners in mm-hmm. business. And um, <laughs> I, so they are some of the new ones. They were not in the game before there was a, um, there was there was like a version. CJ's dad did the fishing radio, and there was a chameleon who would do bug things. I don't know if Flick and the prior chameleon were related or not. Like CJ is definitely he talks about his dad, uh, but I love them. I I really love them. However, my absolute favorite addition is little Rona herself. The baby boar, Daisy May. I um, know she's out there. The she's puns. out there. The pun. Well, that's always oh, been that's hurts. always been the thing. Like that it was hurts. that was always an issue, but she's out there hustling, mm-hmm. getting her bread. You know, girl Sneezing. boss leaning. She passed around coronavirus. The snot coming out of her nose. God, oh disgusting. yeah, disgusting. First of all, snot is like not a, a symptom of coronavirus, but maybe she just has allergies. Maybe she's allergic to turnips. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> She might be allergic to turnips, but she's out there with her side hustle, 
uh, and is just the cutest. Yeah, but but here's the thing: like, I also get a kick out of Gulliver because I think he's so utterly ridiculous that I find it <laughs> endearing. But Wisp is obnoxious. He is. Yeah, I don't like, do Wisp anymore. Oh, terrible. <laughs> I just don't do him. When I see him, I just roll my eyes. I yeah. No. Also, Sahara, I I couldn't give less of a crap about. Yeah, because all the ones I get from her or him, whatever, uh, I feel it. like are terrible. Like I'm never happy with anything I get from him. And, and, and like, the whole Harv thing is super creepy. They're yeah. going to push that on us yeah, in June. I don't just, know if... Yeah, the wedding yeah, stuff. The wedding stuff, which is really adorable because uh, the llamas were a big part of New Leaf, and they're not, you know, they're not in this game. So I'm excited to see how their relationship is going. Seems like it's going well. <laughs> but uh, Harv is the worst he was part of new leaf in the welcome amiibo expansion and i just basically ignored that portion they were kind of they they brought out this new version and this update uh and they were sort of gearing up for pocket camp so they were kind of trying out some new things and trying to do this camping thing so he's like in this secret area off the side of your town with an rv and he would sell special stuff. And you, you had kind of a, a early version of Nook Miles where you would get points for doing, you know, basic tasks. And then you could trade them in for kind of woodsy themed items. I was not thrilled with that expansion, but Harv was quite possibly the worst part of it. Oh, so he lived in a van down by the river is what you're telling me. Yeah, well, in the woods, but yeah, yeah. It's just he was the, a van guy. The man has a casting couch in his that that's but basically what his room the is. The padded room. It's just so disturbing. He he walked around the island. Why does he have the children's room? He, he, he walked around our island for a week straight until I accidentally I accidentally <laughs> talked to him because I was trying to catch a bug near him and I hit the A next to him and thank God I did that so he would finally leave. It was the game's like, please talk to him. Yeah, he because like, he's an important part of the game. It's like here's Celeste for two hours, like once a month. This is all you get. Have fun with that. Oh, by the way, here's Harv, the the, mm-hmm. the, the predator hanging out on your island right here. Just and they keep asking if I want to visit Harv's island. I never no. want <laughs> to visit Harv's island. I never. I, I will go to see my llama buddies because bless them, they are, you know, couple goals. But I never want to just chill with Harv. (laughs) Gulliver's crew is trying to kill him, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, they throw him out in the middle of the night. They're, uh, yeah, they just kind of toss him out. And he's like, oh, no. (laughs) It happened again. This is the one that's made it the most obvious. In the other games, he was just kind of clumsy. But the fact that they keep smashing his phone, I'm pretty (laughs) sure. (laughs) pretty sure this is actually just murder that we're watching (laughs) yeah so i think just you know kind of wrapping up um what are your thoughts now we're about a month uh into the game right a little over a month a little bit over a month um we had our first major update rollout which uh brought new characters and some new gameplay to the game i mean what where is everyone standing now what do you see you know, the maybe immediate future looking like in the game, maybe, uh, you know, just kind of your thoughts moving forward. I love the addition of Red. I don't mm-hmm. like him. I think he's a sketchy, sketchy man, but the whole art thing with the museum, mm-hmm. brilliant. 
It's a classic of the game. It was kind of worrisome when it wasn't there to begin with, but I, I figured I, it was coming in an update. I, I, I liked that. It, I know it's really hard to figure out for some people, especially me in a lot of ways, like, oh, what difference, which is a forgery for the art or not. And it's and it's a lot of money just kind of waste on that if you don't have an art history degree. But whatever. Some of it's obvious. Some of it isn't. But I really enjoy that aspect. I think these updates are necessary. Because if you're going to keep this game fresh and interesting for, let's say, a year, if you want to hit up every single thing without the time skipping, they're going to have to do that. Plus, what that means for people who do do the time skipping, like you're not going to be able to jump to Halloween or or um, whatever their non-denominational version of Christmas is, because what you're going to get is going to be probably limited to what will eventually unroll. If they haven't updated yeah. it. So as long as they keep it going, I could see myself playing this. But there was a time before the last update where I'm like, all right, now what? And so I'm glad that they're going to keep doing it. Even even being in quarantine, you need to keep things fresh. Mm-hmm. So a little pro tip on the art. You can find guides online, but... I know that they have changed what is wrong with the art in this game. So your guides, we if use it's the guide. new leaf, if it's new leaf, it's not necessarily correct. Um, it, it Sometimes it is, and, and it'll show you the real painting so you can do a little comparison. But I know that they've changed some things, um, like the scary painting has changed what is different about it, I know for a fact. So... Um, I think for me, where I am is I did not expect this game to feel so live. Mm-hmm. Um, the communal experience of this game really surprised me. I I don't know how I'm going to feel about the updates. Um, I did play Pocket Camp, and some of the updates, in a certain sense, feel a little pocket campy. Like here's another event. Here's another event. Right. Here's another event. Um, but that's kind of the way the game always has been. There would be, it would be rare that you wouldn't have at least one event coming up every week or every other week uh, in the older game. So that that's Animal Crossing for you. But the fact that everybody, including Elijah Wood, is out there <laughs> playing this game, yeah. and we all think the same about Zipper T Bunny. Um, that what was that, guys? Did you call me? <laughs> I didn't say it three times. Nobody wants you so. here, Zipper right. T Bunny. Go away. <laughs> three times in the sorry, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. I, I I spoke the name that shall not be mentioned. But no, the the fact that everybody seems to be doing it is making this very exciting. I don't know. I you can't really finish an Animal Crossing game, mm-hmm. um, but since this looks like it will be a very common experience for a long time i really hate to say that we're going to be looking at this but we're probably going to be looking at this until you know fall of 2021 Mm -hmm. before we can really start doing life the way that we used to i i think this game is going to continue to ride a certain level of Mm -hmm. cultural relevance um this is taking the place of movies Mm -hmm. of uh tv shows are going to be shut or shut down i mean i don't know you know they're starting some up doing like remote stuff, but Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like the fall TV schedule is going to be affected. All kinds of things are going to be affected. Mm -hmm. And this game, I think is going to replace a lot of our shared cultural context. Mm -hmm. Uh, And 
I want a crown. I have tiara. I have two tiaras. I have one regular tiara and one tiara hair, depending on whether I'm just a regular princess or like a prom princess. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, I love uh, the way that they have done the updates because as someone who does time travel, um, I hate when I do have to time travel. Uh, I hate going into the next season. I try to avoid it as much as possible. Um, but there are some times when I just, I have to keep going. I haven't gone into winter, but I have gone into fall and I went into summer. Um, and I, so I really, even though I hate, I do hate seeing those seasons and that's not why I'm time traveling. Um, I like that. I'm not necessarily ruining events or I'm not ruining, um, I I don't I don't know if I've really time traveled since this new update came out and noticed anything, but I just like that it's like day of is when um, it rolls out for everyone, and so it can't really be spoiled by people on the internet or if you are time traveling. Um, I did, however, spoil what happens on my birthday, which by total accident, um, I was doing like a villager trying to get a villager move out and I was going like one day at a time. And, um, yeah, that was, pretty sad. It's so cute. <laughs> it was, it was so cute. Oh, don't but it spoil made it. Me I need coming up soon. Don't, yeah, don't spoil I'm it. I'm not, I'm not. Um, we but, all went to a friend of mine's house for her. Like it was actually fresh. her birthday. We yeah. all went. It was adorable. We should totally do that. Um, yeah, we will go to Anita's house. Yes, yes. But yeah, so uh, I'm very excited about the updates and just if I do, you know, maybe I stop spending so much time in Animal Crossing. I'm sure that with the updates and with our little community, you know, we'll um, be sure to check in and like, what did you guys think about the, you know, and just um, talk about it that way. Um in the immediate future, I'm, you know, we're in the process right now of uh, Sean ordered a switch light. And so he's moving his, he's starting over too. So it's not just me. Um, Aww. he, I know yeah. uh, he's starting over cause he wanted, he wanted a switch light and this is, this is just who we are as people, but he wanted a switch light anyway. And so I'm going to take his switch, which is the newer switch. Mine's the original and he's going to take the switch light and we're both going to basically start over. And, um, you know, there are some times when I'm excited about that because I just like to start over. Like I've started several new Stardew Valley, uh, stories and I, uh, even, uh, I think persona we've started over and, you know, that's like a 90, hundred hour game. Like I think we both to a certain degree enjoy that. Um, however, I'm not excited about some of that, the first couple of days grind, because at the time when, you know, when we were all doing it, it was fine and fun and, oh, it's exciting. And now it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I need the upgraded Nook's Cranny in the upgraded museum. And <laughs> well, um, yeah, the nice thing is happen. after, after the first day, I think you open up your airport and you will be able to, you know, yeah, go visit. Yeah. More civilized places. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of me that is also like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm going to like, I'm worried that I'm going to like fall behind in some way that like, cause we all started basically on the same day on the same weekend. And so even though we've all played the game differently, like we're all in similar spots. 
And like, I'm a little worried that by starting over, like, I won't be there with you guys anymore. I and I wouldn't so. feel that way because like we're still trying to convince another friends of ours to get a copy of this. I think Eric's brother George just got it. I don't even have him on the Switch thing yet. There was a part of me that now that I'm trying to build this PC for like uh-huh. streaming services, half thought about getting a Switch Lite to yeah. and my own game so I could stream myself yeah. playing the game. But I don't know if I have that money or yeah. you know the resources for that but still like the idea is there so i wouldn't worry and it's not like we're all gonna be like oh don't let that emily riffraff in all right she's with her with her garbage island i I know pear trees (laughs) and there is a part of me that is also going back and forth about time traveling in my new game not that i have anything against it and not that I, i mean obviously i do it um but i you know Again, like we talked about earlier, one of my big reasons why I time traveled was the thrill of the turnip exchange and the <laughs> thrill of us, uh, you know, trading characters. And so now I've kind of had that thrill for a minute. And so I'm like, I'm kind of already at a point like, oh, I could instead of binging five to six hours a night playing, I could play, you know, an hour or two. Um, Let me just say this. I never did the stock market. In any of the other games. Uh-huh. I maybe did it once or twice. I knew what it was. Right. And I would buy turnips because you need them to get ants and flies mm-hmm. sometimes. But I, and I made plenty of bells. Um, that's like a whole separate, that's like another deep dive yeah. right there and how to make bells in Animal Crossing. But I never played the stock market. And my dad would always be trying to get uh-huh. like a family collective because it does work better if you have a group of people that you cooperate yeah. with. Um, and he would always be trying to get a family collective. He would ask us to have to report our bell, our bell prices like every day, every time it changed. And he would <laughs> compile data. And, we're, and my, my brother and I were like, we actually work. Yeah, <laughs> He's retired, so he can do this. <laughs> we have jobs. I don't have time to, tell you, <laughs> to give you a report on my turnip prices so you can compile I... data of trends. These little, pockets, these little pockets of anecdotes that you've shared about your family's gaming, like we are going to have to have a separate episode because because I am just so like intrigued as coming from both of us coming from families where, yeah, they might've played a game or two, but they have, have long since touched a game console. Right, now. Right. And it's very much seen as like, Oh, you still play games. Okay. I, I would love to just explore that. I <laughs> will just, I will just leave you with this one little anecdote. Um, my mom went into labor with me while my dad was upstairs playing King's Quest Three, which is a text-based adventure on Ugh. Apple II. And my she heart. was basically like, you can't save in this game. And my mom's like, I don't care that you can't save in this game. It's time to go to the hospital. And he actually had the guts i guess to yell down you told me it wouldn't be for another week (laughs) this is amazing i still have a father and they are still married i don't know how oh my gosh i love it love it i guess because she needed her she needed him to drive her to the hospital right i don't know know. but that is my family's pedigree i love it um yeah, so we're going to definitely have to explore that eventually. But um, 
So yeah, so I don't know. I'm not saying right now that I'm not going to time travel. So don't be like tomorrow when I'm like, hey guys, come look at my new island with everything just like it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of playing around with the idea because I think it might be good to kind of slow down a little bit. Because I mean, I'm talking like Sean and I have been binging this game. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Yeah. I mean, eventually we are going to slow down. Yeah. And what's weird for me is that I don't foresee the circumstances, I think we're just going to get sick of it. Yeah, That's what's going to happen. Is that, that, it's going to happen. I felt a little bit of myself. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of weaning off a little bit. And then it kind of comes back a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. If they, time the, if they time the updates well, yeah. we may just keep coming in for that, that sweet, for sweet that fix. Isabel action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sean, any thoughts from you before we wrap up? Uh, no, I just, I don't know when I'm going to stop. I'll probably stop playing more than like, and I can't see myself playing more than an hour a day once I get my new island set up within the next week. Um, Which, just because I mean, is it going to only take you a week? It's probably going to be... It took be, 200 hours to do the first island? Yeah, but like I have kind of, you know, I'm planning to kind of horse my way around and, and, and yeah. bring most of my stuff over anyway. Um, so that won't take terribly long, but once I get that set up, I, I feel like it'll just be a check-in thing, which is kind of what I wanted the game to be in the first mm-hmm. place. Um, but that's cause I've, I've had a real itch to play like kind of a meaty RPG. And so I'm ready to kind of transition into that. Um, but I definitely will still be checking in regularly and I'm excited for when they do these future events that kind of make me want to play a little bit more so i'm just ready for that i'm ready for it to kind of transition to the next phase for me mm-hmm. all right um any other thoughts before i wrap up i think that's it for me okay nope i would try to do some joke but mm-hmm. out. yeah all right, that's it for our show tonight. Thank you so much, Jacob and Caitlin, for joining us and sharing all of your Animal Crossing thoughts with us and our listeners. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you for having me. Well, thanks for having me here too, guys. Oh, no. I'm going to no. sleep in your closet yeah. now. Yeah, uh, thanks, Caitlin, for coming by and being on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're just going uh, to delete one uh, audio track from this. Um, anyways, remember to find us on Instagram at Bedtime Gamers for all things related to our show and to say hi. Uh, new episodes will be out every other week on your favorite podcast streaming service. And we would love for you to chat with us after the show on Discord. We have a very active Animal Crossing channel. So if you are looking for a place to talk about Animal Crossing, then join our Discord. Link is going to be in our Instagram bio or in the show notes. All right. That's it. I'm Emily. And I'm Sean. And you guys can uh, also add your names in because you are <laughs> oh. also a part of this. <laughs> no, I'm Caitlin. I'm Jacob. All right. Good, good night. night.